What the fuck is that over there? Oh, it's just garage time. Let's get into it. Welcome back, mm. Alex. How you been? I've been good. I mean, I've been missing. I've been missing doing this every Tuesday night. Yeah. Whoops. Sorry about that, guys. So we uh, we had what did we do? So we had one that had some issues, and we couldn't. We we just didn't have time to re-record, and uh, and then some other stuff happened last week. It's okay, you know. Distance makes the makes was it, what is that? Stupid makes the bond grow or something. Heart. Like that. Distance does something to my heart. I don't know. Whatever. We're here. Palpitations generally. Deal with it. Right? It's not a big deal. It was March, baby. I didn't have time for all this bullshit. It was a little vacation. We took a little PTO. Sue us. They had... Yeah. They had... The number one country in the world of people who don't use their vacation time is America. Hang on. I'm sorry. This is bad show preparedness. Alex, carry the show. I gotta open a fucking window. I forgot that I was sweating my ass off. I mean, to be fair, it is... Today, 85 degrees... In right. Michigan. This is great radio. Which is, but you tell me to carry the show, and as I talk, you just, I just yell over and you. Make and yell and make noises. I was telling our dear listeners that it was 85 degrees. When I checked the 10-day forecast probably on Friday of last week, I saw it was like maybe mid, mid to upper 60s. Maybe it would touch 70 sometime this week. It was 85 degrees when I got off work at 4.30. Uh-huh. A nice little early April spring day. Yeah. yeah. yeah tell me. I, so it, it's... It's Jack's birthday. It's your mm-hmm. oldest nephew, my oldest son's birthday. Uh, happy seventh birthday, happy Jack. Birthday, Jack. So took him to his first baseball game. So this is Mazel Tov. Let me let me preface this by saying that I understand this is not a real concern um, of COVID. Uh, one of the things that like super bummed me out of it all happening when it did was for the longest time my plan was. First baseball game will be when he's in school, right? Because, like, you see people who take their kids to a baseball game, and they're, like, fucking, like, you know, 12 weeks old. And you're like, oh, that's cool. Baby can hold his head up. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Like, like you're, you're wasting your whole, like, I remember my first baseball game. Right. I remember mine, like, sitting on dad's shoulders, walking up against the white walls of Tiger Stadium. Like, I don't remember tons, but I remember, like, oh, this is my first game. Mm-hmm. So, the plan was... It'll be like a school day, and we'll just, I'll show up, have the office call him down, and we'll just, you know, throw him his glove and a hat and be like, let's go to a ball game, right? Mm. Well, COVID strike. So we were able to do it this year. So Did you pull him out of like Zoom class or something? Like, right. Hey, <laughs> shut the laptop. Just shut the laptop. We're um, going. So my dumbass, I, you know, I get like behind the third base dugout. I'm like, let's get some real nice seats, right? Some, some good vantage, but like we weren't like right up on it. We were, you know, halfway back, uh, right behind the home dugout, and because uh, that's where I'd want to be. Like here's a good vantage point. We can see the batters. You can see mm-hmm. the infield. We can talk about this. Yada yada. Yeah, I mean, just you know, kids 
have like so much finite attention span. Yeah, baseball is a tough sport for adults to kind of maintain attention span to, let alone a seven-year-old. Well, it's different, right? I mean, like it was low crowds. You weren't, and, and it was like you said, you know, eighty-five degrees out. So we're sitting there, and we're you know, we had our food, uh, beverages. We got a big old pretzel and some dogs, right? And uh, when he finished his first Miller Light, I could see he was kind of getting, <laughs> he was getting a little like, boy. you know, back and forth, like uncomfortable because it, it was fucking hot, man. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, you want to go for a walk? And so we went for a walk and we did some stuff and, you know, we we made it, we found a good spot. So the funny thing is we made it to all the way around and we ended up sitting in some bleachers, some $15, $12 bleachers on in the right field. Yeah, but in I, said, the shade. I saw the photos you posted on Instagram or something yeah. and it was... You were in the right field bleachers, and I was like, and so you were saying you're behind the dugout. I was like, well, well it's where we started. I don't think you know where the dugout is. You're behind the bullpen. Well, it's where we started. It's where we started. But so, that's so, what so was you're like, telling me is you spent seventy five dollars per ticket to get premier spots, and then you proceeded to go to the five dollar nosebleeds, uh, spill correct. beer on my neighbor's lap stands. Correct. Okay. Like sure. I thought they were going to make us take our shirts off when we got there. Mm-hmm. Like, sir, mm-hmm. excuse me. You must derobe. Yeah. You, and if you have an extra mustard packet, please put some on your face. Mm-hmm. You are far idea. too clean and organized to enter the bleachers. But it was a good time. Was, That's exciting. Was, I mean, still, it's a first ball game. Sad the Tigers lost, although preferable for my strategy for them to be better in the long run that they lose. But yeah, it's weird. This is the this is the year where I'm like, if they end up being good, better than expected. And not an absolute bottom feeder. I'll root for them. But they just need to make that line of demarcation right, clear. Either, let's do like, it Are now. you going to suck? Right. And then we'll just be like, okay, let the kids. Also, by the way, anyone who follows us on Twitter, this is an absolute uh, number one in the southeastern, or excuse me, the northeastern Midwest region of the United States. Um, Akil Badu fan page podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not not the best player ever, right? So I'm not saying he is, but he's definitely not, not the right. best baseball player ever. Some people, I mean, that's what some people have said. I, I, I don't know. It wasn't us, a, but he had an outfield assist. It. Yeah, he had an outfield assist today and an RBI triple, including a grand slam the other day, a home run on his first pitch, a walk-off RBI winner yesterday. I'm just saying, he's not, not the best baseball you player You love to ever. see it. You really love to see it. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, it was good, dude. Going to a ball game. Must be nice. I haven't been Taught him a bunch of new words. And most of them four letters. <laughs> you got it. I haven't no, been I to was a, a sporting event in quite some time. I'm getting an itch. It was nice. It was nice to go. Now, speaking of sporting events, I'm going to force myself to participate in one so I can get part of that feeling. So, 85 degrees. Had to take a trip to the driving range, get the dust off the clubs, let's get them out there, let's tear some like pectoral muscles trying to swing right. off clubs again. And I realized after about, you know, smacking five or six balls that uh, we're just going to let that ride. Yeah, that's uh, uh, can, we get, <laughs> can we get the producer to clip that, please? Uh, after after hitting a few, I realized that I, I'm already in uh, mid-season form. I mean, just I, absolute I'm dog shit? Absolutely smoking them. One, 200, 250 yards to the right off the hook. You know, 50 yards straight, 
180 yards to the right. It's about beautiful. six feet off the ground. That's right. That's Just right. And the ones worms. that I, and, you know, and then I chunk the ones with a driver. They go 80 yards straight, but they went 200 feet in the air for goddamn sure. Like so riding a bike. Mid-season form already. I'm ready, ready to, to get go. out there and really get on those tee boxes. So I haven't swung a club in far longer than I'm willing to admit, but it's also, um, that's like, have you ever swung a baseball bat anytime recently? Not recently, no. I probably so care something. do it. Like go to a bit uh, a cage, right? And not even a cage. I mean, you can just go out in the backyard, right? Anyone mm-hmm. at home who wants to try this little experiment, do it. This is how you know when you're old. Go just take like thirty cuts, like real rips. Go to bed or go about the rest of your day, whatever. Go to sleep and then wake up the next morning and tell me how much you know dexterity you have in your rib cage yeah. because it will feel like you you know split wood all day mm-hmm. it's yeah, the after, same thing after with about the, club. the 20th drive uh i i was starting it was, a i was getting tired my body was getting tired but i could start feeling myself really wretch trying to get that club to go get a club face moving and i was like this is just i'm just tearing stuff apart in my lower back right starting now. to make just, more noise right like the louder your 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 uh guttural grunts, grunts get yeah. <laughs> like the worst shape you know you're in and the problem is, I'm going to the, I, uh, uh, per our competition. I'm now going to the gym every day at five in the morning. Yeah, I should really get on tomorrow. that. Um, yeah, you should. Part. I'm really uh, just duffing it. Yeah, you're, I mean, you'll just be paying for the for the. Hey, yeah, that's whatever, a, so I don't really well, care. I mean, it's it's one. It's one, right? I can afford to lose one. I can afford to lose more than one pound. I can mm, afford mm, to lose mm. one competition. Yeah, so I mean, that's... I don't think we're really fleshed out. We did initially, but then I don't think we <laughs> hashed out the rest. But we'll it, it'll out. come to us. It'll come to us. We like yeah. to we like to paint on the fly. You know, the Sistine Chapel wasn't you know laid out. It wasn't a blueprint. That wasn't color by numbers. Yeah, right. Mitch, you didn't it wasn't sketch anything out. He just got out there and started drawing. Right. Why there's so He's... many penises on all over the place? He was that's just right. feeling it that day. <laughs> hey man. It's like you when we were writing the show sheet and you just stopped writing cocktail. And next thing you know, we have cock hour on here. It was cock hour. Just here we are. go with what feels right. Sometimes penises all over the roof or the ceiling of a chapel. It mm. just works, right? right? When that spirit that's moves a, you. It's a beauty about art. No one, if you got to explain it, you don't understand, right? If you have to ask, you can't afford it. Speaking about art, did you see the story about the uh, couple in South Korea? So there's like this modern art show, right? And okay. so the art was like, so it's this like big mural thing on the wall. So it's on a canvas, but it's like, it's like 20 feet long, maybe five foot, 10 foot tall. And you know, it's just, you know, paint just splattered all over okay. the place, right? So Different my colors. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, part of the art was also having live and, and rocking paint cans with paintbrushes scattered about right underneath the, the artwork. With like a tap, like a tarp down, and them set on top of that, and then like a little rope line going around. All that was part of, in addition to the painting. Well, so this South Korean couple, you know, they come. It's in South Korea. So this couple come in, and they, and they they're wandering around the Modern Art Museum, and they see this thing. And I mean, per the police report, now they thought it was an interactive <laughs> uh, art piece. I thought I can understand that because and I so was they picked literally... up a paintbrush and they, they put a couple black strokes on, and this was like you know a thirty million dollar yeah, you know well, painting yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Allegedly. And so now they've been arrested <laughs> for vandalism. Oh, dude. Like that would be my luck because I was just preparing my response to be like, what a bullshit art exhibit, right? 
Like, oh, it's an interactive piece. You add to the art. Like, hang on a second, bro. Right. If I'm adding to this art, where's, where's my, my fucking royalties? That's right. So that would have been me. It would have been me in the South Korean jail. Mm-hmm. Because I would have been like, I'm too fucking dumb. I don't understand that shit. Right. I'm the same guy that sits on what looks like a concrete bench, but somebody tells that's me that's like a priceless sculpture. Piece, right? Yeah. I'm like, it looks like a bench. I was tired. That's an air conditioner. <laughs> that's an air conditioner. Aren't we all air conditioners? <laughs> like, that would be me. I, I would absolutely be in a South Korean jail right now. I'd be like, I guess we're supposed to paint this shit. I don't know. To be fair, I can't probably think of a better jail system to probably be a part of than the South Korean jails. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I've never been in one, but just off the top mm-hmm. of my head, they probably aren't that bad, right? In Switzerland. True. Norway. Japan. Finland. Although Japan's got a lot of Yakuza. I'm, I don't know about their systems. Yeah, there's probably tiered ones. You probably... Yeah, yeah I think Vandalot... Vandalism of a multi-million dollar painting probably keeps I, Dude, me. I don't understand. Like, I, I'm this. <laughs> this really hits home to me because, honest to God, it would be me. And I'm just thinking, like, in my head, like, what, like, what would you say at your arraignment, mm-hmm. like, or like your first, like, like viewing in front of the judge? I don't know how. I'm not you know, involved in the South Korean court system. So forgive me if I don't know their fucking due process. Um, but like, I kind of be like, yeah. So, you know, it's one of those that you think I that, was there that should be solved with a facial expression. And you know, like I, I would probably like, did, so hang on. Did you hear what happened though? Right. Right. I know you have a report, but like, let me fucking paint a picture for you. And that'd probably get me thrown right in the fucking prison. You just admit to everything exactly. right there. It's one of those where you're like, you're on. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Come it's, on. It's one of those. Right. Like, yeah, are we really doing this right now? There were paint Come buckets on. next to the painting. It's modern art. You don't Come know on. what to expect. I'll tell you what is good modern art. If you've ever been to the DIA, so there's this old, there's a, there's an original painting from like, whatever, 1800 something. And it's this like mammoth you know, like 20 by 30 painting that was done. And it's of Napoleon, and he's on a horseback, and the horse is rearing up, and there's there's armies behind him. He's in the foreground, armies in the background. It's a very majestic and powerful piece. Well, some years ago, 10, 15 years ago, a Detroit artist, local Detroit artist, he made an exact replica of the thing, 40 foot by 40 foot, whatever the measurements are, like painted it the exact same the only thing he changed was he took napoleon out and this gentleman was a six foot plus 300 pound black man and put his ass up there without a shirt on on top of the horse instead of and it was beautiful and it's hanging into the in the detroit institute of arts to this day i've seen it six or seven it's fantastic that's modern art so we go from napoleon on a on a pony to local detroit man on a clydesdale correct and it's fantastic. He's got the sword. He's got it's fantastic. He's commanding the armies of France. It's awesome. It's like Ben Stiller grabbing the bull by the horns. That's right. I would do. I would commission something like that. Or if I was, you know, talented in that way, I would do it myself. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, I mean, we kind of got sidetracked. There was, there's like no way to get back into this. Um, but I don't know how much further into modern contemporary art we can yeah, get into yeah. my, other my, than just yelling at people who spend money on Banksy's only for them to be like, you know, I don't know. And also, I every time I hear NFTs. about Banksy's, it's about people. I was, I was I don't anytime know. I hear, I'm too fucking anytime stupid. Anytime I, I hear about Banksy's, 
it's always people talking about something not being an, an actual Banksy. So I was like, can anybody tell what is and isn't? Because every time I hear about it, it goes, oh, no, we thought that was. Dude paid $18 million for it. We thought it was a Banksy's. It ain't. And you're like, well, if no, does anybody, ha- does this guy even exist? Because apparently all he's doing is making fakes. No, he, Maybe uh, he's I making the fakes. Maybe there's this a is good, a Banksy original Banksy fake. There's that? a good uh, documentary. It's called Exit Through the Gift Shop. It was on HBO years ago. It was pretty cool. It actually wasn't about him. I, I, whatever. I, this is about to go down a weird rabbit hole. Anyways, I'm just going to hard segue into this. Um, no, god damn it. Like, I mean, anytime Bitcoin, someone. But art. Yeah, okay, cool. Remember when we talked about how I don't fucking understand what Bitcoin is? Yeah, I've tried let, doing let the me NFT fuck, rabbit hole. Take a guess. Do you think I understand what this is? It's a non fungible token or f- f- non fungible token. What? Uh, what I don't what does it mean someone took like a the fucking catch me outside girl Daniel Brigoli or whatever her name is she turned that meme into an NFT allegedly and so like you now own rights to it what the fuck does that mean and you can sell them to people but then the people that buy them don't actually own the file they just get a copy of the file and there's and only you, one I get so it's like a source code right I get that right like so like but I don't, someone, yeah, I do, dude, I and don't then, even, anytime somebody talks about NFTs, this will be the last point I make on it. They go, well, yes, people can copy it digitally and can recreate the exact same image, but they don't own it. And I, and then huh. they go, well, does the okay. person that bought that one own that one? They go, no, 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 no. The original artist still owns it, even though they sold it. And I go, well, then why, why don't I just copy it? If it's the exact replica, why don't I, I just duplicate it? This Take is, a screenshot on my phone. Like when I'm, I've, I've gone on one of the electronic galleries and I've looked. And it was like, oh, 1500 for that garbage, 1600 for this. Guy. It's just a picture of a painting. It's not even a real painting. Like, why don't I just take a screenshot, blow it up, and hang it in my room? What, what, what's stopping me? I'm not paying 1500 This is for this the shit. pure example of why don't you explain this to me like I'm five? Except once you explain it to me like I'm five, I still have no fucking clue what it is. Yeah. Literally. Okay, I'm done with this. My brain's hurt. Well, actually, no, I'm glad you did that. It was like a, a, a mental verbal exercise to get me worked up and kind of mad it's, because... It's the coffee beans you smell after tasting a wine. I had to um, I had to replace my side door yesterday, which... Yeah, it took it, which is why we're recording. Two years. Two years. Uh, it's, not, it's Wednesday now. We'll release on Thursday or yeah. sometime late tonight because it took you literally 13 hours yesterday to, well, to so, replace you know, the fucking door. So we've kind of talked about this before a while ago, but just general fuckery about the house that I own. So I'm supposed to be replacing my interior doors. I have a whole Florida room. Full of interior doors. The Florida room we're supposed to be uh, enjoying beers and That's cigars right. and such. In. Um, well, there's never going to be cigars in there. But yes. So brother-in-law and I went. Once I got them delivered, we went. We started cutting out the upstairs doors. The first one we went to put in, there was a gap in the rough opening by like three inches. Long story short, they're all fucked up. Not because of me, but because the lumber mill. Not Home Depot, not Lowe's. The fucking lumber mill. The custom doors you have does built. this shit. Somehow fucked it up. So, guys coming over tomorrow at 11.30 while I'm on lunch to figure their shit out. Anyways, the side door, that got blown in like two years ago. There was something, a problem. We don't ever use it. Like, it's just there. We, we don't use it. And so, the, the hinges on the bottom are like rotted out. So, we had it secured, but we just never use it. Well, wife had to use it because the front door was being all fucky. And so now, I mean, it was completely blown out. Mm. Well, come to so it was one of those things where like I I can't do anything with it. The jam is bad. 
We took it all out. Well, come to find out when they cut the hole in the side of the house and they cut through the rim joists in the floor, they didn't cut it wide enough and carry, this is some carpentry talk, this is carpentry hour, they didn't carry a king stud and a jack stud, which is the two studs that frame it vertically, mm-hmm. and a header. They carried a single stud down to the rim joists where the floor was. Anything below that, where that floor was, that is normally just concrete wall going downstairs was just open. So no wonder that the bottom hinge didn't work because the that part of the door frame wasn't screwed into a, 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 a stud, right? So it's just hanging. The two by four was just hanging the, loose at the it bottom. Was, at the it floor, was connected at up top floor. and like, you know, two thirds down to like knee high. From knee down to feet, there just wasn't anything Is there. Is there anything supporting your landing on your side? Yeah, door? I mean, no, there's, yes. That stuff's all fine. But anyways, so the reason why it took me forever is because I didn't, I could not see that until I took the whole fucking thing out. And then I had the whole thing out and I had like a, a, a jam repair kit, right? You build your own jam. And I'm like, all right, I got to do way too much stuff. Like I'm just buying a new fucking pre-hung door. So I had to do all So mind you, I have a house full of. Uh, like a thousand square foot of laminate flooring, which I went to pick that up from Home Depot in Ohio, like an hour away, only to realize that when dad and I went, we needed to take two trips because this shit is like two tons. It's like a ton. It's like 2,200 pounds. Mm. Didn't know that. Yeah. So that happened. That's filling my house. I have 11 doors sitting in my fit. Florida room that don't, that I can't use. I have all the trim. And three doors removed from upstairs, just sitting in the floor room, full of nails, just everywhere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the problem is I can't call for the roll-off dumpster until I get all of them out and can demo like the carpet and the laminate in the kitchen and start putting the floors in, or else I'm going to have to pay for two. So this is really, this is just, thank you all for bearing with me. This is just a cathartic, fuck this house, and if I ever find the guy who owned it twice before me... I'm beating the absolute living brakes off. It started with the lava rocks you buried in the front yard, yeah. and it ended with just everything, everything beforehand, right? Could you, like, what, what do we think the uh, uh, the process is for calling the city and having your own house condemned? Do you think that's, like, a hard process? I thought, I, so I thought about this. I'm like, I'm going to take a fucking picture of this and be like, you know, I had a problem with the floor room where the footing was fucking failing, and it, there was, like, nothing in it. There was no reason it should fail. It was, like, 20 years old. I had this with the door, and I'm like, no, because you know what's going to happen? I'm going to call them, and they're going to be like, okay, you need to pull a permit for that. Mm-hmm. You're you going to have to pay a shitload. And then I'm going to argue, why do I have to do that? And they're going to be like, so what you're mad about doesn't happen to the next person. And then I'm just going to have to fucking pay some money. Mm-hmm. That's all that would happen. And I'm, I'm positive of it. Yep. That so, no, me. not calling the city on anything. Because if I learned anything in my life is is just don't just when shit like this starts to happen, sometimes I got to just let it be because it's like getting stung by a bee, right? Unfortunate. And maybe there's a second bee, but let's not chase after that bee and then run into the fucking beehive. True. Because that's that's what normally happens in these scenarios. So I'm going to. When all they could have solved your bee problem is just was fucking molot- take, take the Molotov bee cocktail. Yeah. Yeah, but you know yeah. that also solves your house problem. It's a two in one action. This isn't Grand Theft Auto. Insurance? I can't just I can't just rotate through my weapons and pull out a Molotov when times are no. Although, but those are pretty although, simple to make. I mean, just generally. 
apparently they can in Belfast. That's all I'm going to say right now. Because, mm. holy shit. Yikes. Well, I, I, somehow I, I vaguely remember our last episode, me pissing off the Irish. So now we're I'm not pissing them off. I'm just saying someone did. And shit is live. I was listening to the radio the other day, and it was some weird story. It was coming home from the gym. It was like 6 in the morning. It was NPR, and they were telling this story about this bridge in middle of Yorkshire in the North England, and they're like, it's the only bridge into town across the Thames or whatever. Like the most like typical Northern yeah, English. Right. Everybody type lives on this story. side of this. Yeah. Everyone lives on this side of the river, but all the businesses are on that side of the and river. And there's a and troll there's a, under it. And there's and the one Billy fucking Gold. bridge. Yeah, right. I know that the troll. And they're the like, Billy Gold, the bridge yeah. doesn't work. It's gonna fall apart if anybody goes on. So they closed. They closed the car traffic. Now they closed the person traffic. Whatever. And so in this story of just this old bridge that nobody wants to fix because it's money and government, blah. They just tossed in this fact of, yeah, the IRA's been trying to blow this up since the 80s. They tried in, like, 2019 last time. I was like, what? I don't remember the IRA blowing bridges up in the 2019. When is it did named, this happen? Is it named Margaret Thatcher Bridge? Like They, just, they like, just dropped that in, and I was like, first thing, why did they want to blow this bridge up since the 80s? And they tried how long ago? <laughs> Two years ago? Okay. Anyways. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to talk on this, but I'm not qualified, and nor do I want to just wade into that. But you know, it's a whole different, it's a whole different pot of gumbo over there. And for the most docile, oh. gray part of the world, yeah, they're pretty fucking violent. Pretty spicy, man. Pretty mm-hmm. spicy. Just not their food, right? Well, uh, not their food, but the food they like. Well, the food that they, that they, that they yeah, everybody that they imperialized and whatnot. And yeah, then the curry loved, is delicious. And then. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Anyway, do we have anything that we, uh, now that coffee talk's over, yeah. what uh, what do we got to do today? Well, I think first and foremost, uh, uh, March Madness is finally over. How did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy your, your March? I mean, yeah. In you know, that regard, It I would suppose. be worse if my school, our school, uh, wasn't renowned as uh, a gymnastics school, first mm-hmm. and foremost. Indeed, yeah. The expectations um, are really much lower. Because yeah, I mean, football, basketball, these things are enjoyed, but they're not. I mean, it's not, you know. It's not what we're known for. Yeah, you know. So, yeah. So, yeah, Michigan uh, Michigan shit all over themselves and mm-hmm. lost to UCLA just like Alabama did and Michigan State and yada, yada. So, that was unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, UCLA, boy, howdy. They showed up against Gonzaga. I was out of town for work, and a uh, friend of the program, Mike, decided to make the pilgrimage to Lansing to just gross. go to the bar. Yeah, it was real gross. Um, although, shout out uh, that random bar we found out there. I'm not going to say it because they don't need free publication. But, you know, shout out to them. We got a good drink, and it's going to be... Give me my drink that we bring on here for cocktail hour one time. Buy all the ingredients and make it. I'll drink it. Absolutely. I'm going to buy it. I'll probably have to buy it twice because I'll drink them all before we can do it. Anyways, it was a good March. It was a great March. Jalen Suggs finally hit a buzzer beater for the tournament. I don't think there was, there wasn't a buzzer beater the entire tournament except for that one. There was no shots made with under, technically there was two buzzer beaters technically johnny juzang's would have been considered a buzzer beater because i believe it was under had, five seconds yeah, had when he made not, it yeah. so on a betting purpose you could have called that one 
Uh, but a true like ball in the air. Is it good? Yeah. Jalen Suggs, absolute dagger, which, you know, like fuck Gonzaga, first mm-hmm. of all, like they're Boise State for me. Fuck Boise State. You know, play in like playing a in real football. conference, play, play in a conference. Or I'm not saying it like they're a really good team. They deserve to be the number one seed. I get it. I'm not taking that away. But at the same time, you know, you lose those games as a team when you play a Baylor because you don't play those big athletic teams throughout the year. And Chris Few, the head coach, doesn't have a chance to make adjustments for the next time they play a team like that. Right. He has to do it on the fly in the game, which is much more difficult. It's just much more difficult to do, right? So, yeah. But, I mean, you know, volleyball is, is... coming on and that's a budding new sport for us but gymnastics yeah. you know i think i don't know i actually don't know anything I'm just trying to plaster over my wounds that's all yeah uh but we do have some news so we did do the uh garage time uh ncaa march madness tournament bracket extravaganza whatever uh and so we do have a winner that isn't you or me uh, i was kicking was- everybody's ass until that ucla game you know, and and it would be. I think we we read through like uh, or just skimmed across. You know, who had who in, in as the champion, right? So there was a lot of Michigan, some Illinois, uh, some a bunch of Gonzagas, and there was one. There was one Baylor. You know what? What before you announce the grand winner, I did some looking that night on what the because uh, there was two guys in first place that had Gonzaga by a a pretty considerable margin, hundred some points. And I'm like, well, how much is it for getting the title game right? It's like, like 290 fucking points. I'm like, oh, so what's the fucking point here? Of everything else, right? Like it's literally, as long as you get three of your final four and like you could get everything else wrong, except for three of your final four and the champion and you're golden. I, I just, Lessons for next time. Isn't it more about the journey, not the destination? What about all that legwork that I did? I mean, that other people did on the way mm. up. Mm. Indeed. Anyways. Anyway, so, yes. um, you know, if we, if we were professionals, it'd probably some, be some type of drum roll uh, uh, insert here. But uh, famous PBS documentary director uh, Kevin Burns is our champion, having Baylor as... The national title winner. So, uh, Ken Burns for all of you playing along at home for the uh, PBS director. Correct. Play, us, play on words there. Yeah. So great job, Kevin. I'm so happy for you. Mm. Can't, can't just describe it right now at how glad I am that you won. So we'll, That's it. um, so get in touch with us. Uh, you can DM us, you can email us, whatever you want to do. Um, yeah, just get in touch with us. Yeah, we'll sort it all out. We'll, we'll we'll sort out uh uh the first place compensation. Prize. Yeah, yeah, your payment. I suppose the extortion. That's that's right. Um, but good yeah. job, everybody. Uh, except for anyone who picked Illinois, that was bad. Yeah, it was just poor. Not real, poor. real early. It's okay. Illinois is still Big Ten champs because they beat Michigan and played mm-hmm. more games than them. Anyways, I digress. Well, so this week 
is a important week. I know for you, for me, oh, it's uh, the best for for really anybody that enjoys the good things in life. Uh, we have a great week. Today is Wednesday. It is the par three challenge at the Masters. Are they? They're not doing that this year, are they? I thought I saw that they weren't, and yet something did. was on the TV that I didn't turn into that was Masters related. Uh, but no, I don't think they're doing it. But it would have been the par three challenge. Um, in addition to that, tonight is also the dinner, which they are doing. Uh, and somebody needs to tell Bleacher Report that Tiger Woods is in fact not dead because they put out a headline that was like the PGA or the uh, 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 Augusta Golf Club is leaving a chair open for Tiger. He will be sorely missed. I was like, hey, he he's fucking, not dead. What is this, Tiny Tim? Yeah, right. <laughs> the man is alive. He's watching it on TV right now. He was tweeting about it. But anyway, chair. Yeah, so it, 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 yeah, is, it was like jacket draped over and yeah. a moment of silence for him. He's got a little velvet rope blocking it off, so nobody. Sits There's like there. a a fucking picture, right? Like a like a they got like those t-shirts you'd get made at Gibraltar Trade Center, right? Like the big ass tall white tee, rip, and it's Angel's got like wings. airbrushed, yeah, like mm-hmm. like light blue airbrush on it. Hang on, my fucking microphone is killing me right now. Man, all right, we're in. I'm good. I'm good. Yes, continue. You're good? Yes. Okay. So back, right. uh, yes, Tiger Woods not dead. Uh, hang on. I'm re-downloading. Tiger Woods not dead. Gibraltar mm-hmm. Trade Center. Um, you would think in this, in, this entire, in this entire year and a half, two years we've been doing this lockdown, I don't know, it feels like a decade now, that, they, that the PGA themselves and Augusta National would have uh, figured out like Skype and they could have just like, you know, put a laptop out and be like, Tiger, we're gonna like uh, bird box you or whatever the food delivery here's, service is. Here's your is. pig in a blanket, yeah. right? Like here, here's the meal Dustin picked out. It's chicken Caesar wraps. I mean, order it from DoorDash. Not gonna lie, I like uh, Dustin's meal plan better than uh, Tigers from last. Tigers week. was something weird. It, it was like it was I like, a, it was it was like was, your spinach sandwich and like a turkey or, or spinach salad and a turkey sandwich. And you're like, okay, I, I didn't. I don't know. I didn't like it. Could have went down the street for that. It definitely wasn't. Uh, well, I won't even get into it. Never mind. Moving on. I don't know. So we have an event. We're doing another yes, there event. there we go. Yes. But it's more of just us two. We're not involving you hooligans out there because you guys apparently like to beat us in our own events, and I don't like that. Yeah, bad form. So uh, we're doing a Masters draft. It's the uh, Masters draft. Everybody it is knows the Masters that. draft. Uh, um, we tried to get Jim Nance to come in and, and do the the voice moderate. Yeah, that'd yeah be great. but you know he he's a little tied up at the moment. Vern Lundquist. I would have went for Vern. Up next, Gilmore Happy. Mm. What the hell is Happy Gilmore? But yeah, I mean, so we you you put together a nice little spreadsheet here, and so what what we're gonna do is we got so what do we agree ten te- ten ten players per team. So we got 10, 10 players per team. We got a list of 25. Um, low score on Sunday wins. So it's, it's you know, based on your cumulative under or over par score. Uh, we're going to add five strokes for any player that misses the cut. And then um, we're, we have a bonus golfer pool. So we got five players that are under uh, like 88, like under 8,800 odds, right? So some real long shots, and we're mm-hmm. going to pick one. This player's score isn't going to count towards ours. If they make the cut, it's minus two strokes. If they place top ten, it's an inverted um, minus one, minus two, minus three. So, right. for instance, you finish, they finish tenth, it's minus one. They finish fifth, it's minus five strokes. They win, 
it's minus 10 strokes, mm-hmm. right? But if they, you know, withdraw on the first day because they don't have any more golf balls, it, it has no bearing on us. Not ideal. So, all right. Well, you go first. We're, we're going we're gonna to rip through this. We're going to. We're gonna. We're just gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna go through some guys right here, right? We're gonna go. Yeah. We're gonna pick some guys, and uh, that way we can. We can have a little bit more on it. Maybe we'll put a little gentleman's wager on the side between you and I. I think once we get our team hashed out and get a look at the board from that twenty thousand foot uh, view, we'll be more inclined to put some money around. Yeah, we'll so, figure it out. Uh, the first couple are gonna be easy. We're gonna. We're not gonna dwell on each name we call out too long. Uh, I'm starting with uh, Jordan Spieth. His odds are. Uh, is eleven hundred to one to win, which is like second best odds available. Uh, but he just came off a win at the Valero Texas uh, Open, I believe it was last weekend. Uh, he was on a heater, and so coming to Augusta where he's won before, um, yeah, interesting to see. Yeah, I got Dustin Johnson. I'm surprised he took Jordan Spieth. He hadn't won in like three years prior to that, but mm-hmm. he's on a hot, hot streak, so I'm just hot feeling hand. it. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, he's on a win streak of one. Correct. Yeah, no, no, good, uh, good. Yeah, so I got Dustin Johnson. You got Jordan Spieth. Yep, I'm uh, Bryson DeChambeau is my... Oh, thank God. Thank God you took him. Because otherwise you would have been, you would have had to take him eventually. Oh, I, I wouldn't open. have, I wouldn't yeah. have. I would have fucking left him to rot. Him and his fucking tiny hat and his fucking churn the milk arms. Mm-hmm. I would have left him and his blender bottle at the fucking 19th hole. No thanks. I don't know. I just, I can't, I, I can't with him. And even, yeah, I don't care if he was like the world, I know he's top five, right? I'm not bagging on him for all that. I also am not completely in tune with how world golf rankings work. Um, it is one of the most complicated I systems just, I've ever tried to understand. Whatever. Um, okay. So you got Bryson, Jordan, I got Dustin. Um, I want to take John Rahm and I probably shouldn't be having table talk right now. Mm. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna step away from him for my own reasons. I'm gonna tighten it down. I got uh, Justin Thomas. Okay, going with heavy heavy chalk right now here, guys. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take Patrick Cantley. He's oh, been man. in the mix for the last four or five championships. He hasn't won any of them, but he's been in <laughs> top five for all of them. So I'm like a big a big thing I deal with. I'm, I'm gonna take John Rom now. Um, the big thing I deal with in like fantasy sports draft, so go ahead, you're, you're up now, is I always outthink myself, right? Mm-hmm. I always like will see like the order of the ESPN. So who, who'd you just take? I just took Rory. Rory. Rory McIlroy. Rory McIlroy. And I'm not, I'm not trying to hate on your stuff, but I will always remember him from when I lived in Boston with shout out Dan Wada in our apartment in Quincy. Uh, this was 2011, and he was leading on Sunday back half of the Masters at, by like four or five coming in, and just absolutely unraveled on the back. It was it was mm-hmm. like it was Jean Vandeveld type, just not on one hole, it, but it was over like four or five, and just completely like a ball of yarn. He's one of the best golfers when he's on his game on Thursday to Saturday. When Sunday hits, he kind of tends to unravel, but we'll see. We'll I see agree. What so what I was what I was alluding to prior was this. So I'm taking mm-hmm. my favorite golfer, the absolute man, uh, Brooks Kepka. 
You understand he had knee surgery two weeks ago. So this is why I'm saying it. He's playing. He's still in the field. Yes. Or has that changed? Because no, he, he was, he was at Augusta on Monday, two weeks to the day from his knee surgery. Putting so rounds down, we're going to, we're going to do this real quick. We're going to do this real quick. Um, because I will protest here. Uh, Brooks Kapka. Let's see what the news says. Do I mean, as long as he's not dropped out, you're not losing that. If yeah, he has, if he's, if he's gone, gone right now, then I'll allow a change. Yeah, if he's, if he's, that's what it's all I'm asking for. I mean, if it's known that he's out, uh, only problem's going to be the walking. Yeah, fuck it. Okay, whatever. You don't have to walk yeah, that who, much, who, right? Who needs to walk during golf or anything? Yeah, not a big deal. Anyways, like, I can't. It's not like they're not allowed carts or anything, but. He feels like he can the, win. It says it right here. He feels like he can win. Well, he is a man that has never practiced golf before in his life until it's time to play. So, but that's what I'm saying. Like, fuck, dude. I yeah. mean, he's a machine. Don't get me wrong. He's, he's an a absolute, absolute stud. So I can't leave. I can't leave my Brooks up there for too much longer. But what I was getting at is, I, I always overthink myself on shit. Mm-hmm. Right. So you'll have like you know, here are the better players. I'm like those players suck. I'll find a better guy. Yeah. Uh, I'm taking Tony Finau. I love me t- some Tony Fino. Yeah, Tony he's, Fino. Always, he's always in the mix. Wildly underrated. I'm going yeah. for uh, absolute young gun. I love this kid. Colin Morikawa. Mm-hmm. Love him. It's weird what happens when you get fucking like old stick in the mud golfers and get them out and you get, you know, young, mm-hmm. like normal human being golfers. Like it's crazy. It makes it makes the game wildly more entertaining. Uh, I'm going to take uh, Daniel Berger. He's another one, just like Patrick Cantley, that last five or six uh, championships, he's been top five, top ten, just sitting around there. Good deal, good deal. All right, so we're we're through six rounds. we got four left. And we've got notable names like uh, Xander Schauffele, the X Factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if anyone on the face of the earth has ever called him that. Paul Casey, uh, everyone's favorite dickhead, Patrick Reed. Hideki Matsuyama, Jason Day, uh, Bubba Watson, Phil Mickelson. I saw his picture on DraftKings today. Holy shit. Which one? It looked, Phil? Yeah, like just like on the Daily Fantasy one. When I was trying to get like, uh, when we were talking about doing more like a draft uh, based on like a bid, right? Mm-hmm. Looked like this guy was on like 72 hours no sleep and just railing as much Adderall as he could. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bad pick, but, you know, who am I to talk? Anyways, moving on. Uh, Burgers off. I'm going to go. See, this is where I'm going to take Xander Shoffley, the X Factor. Nice. I see you added (laughs) to the sheet. (laughs) I'm taking X. I'm taking taking Xander Cage, triple X. Oh, heavens to Murgatroyd. Lee Westwood. I was watching you a bit at the uh, Valero Open. He was... Kicking around. I think he ended finished in third place. I just don't know if I could take Patrick Reed because he's such a prick. Oh, uh, he's a just a big old C word. I'm taking uh Victor Hovland because I can't I can't underestimate how much respect I have for someone who spells a name with a K instead of a C. Mm. It's just an I like you know what it feels Victor. like Yeah, it feels like the bad guy from um like D2 Mighty Ducks, right? Mm-hmm. Wolf the Dentist Denson. He gives yep. off that vibe. We're like, okay, well, you're clearly the bad guy, right. but you're really fucking cool, man. Mm-hmm. 
You're the bad guy that I'd Yeah, so with, you put yeah. a K in your name instead of a C, uh, especially if it's like the V. V's a, a, a strong power letter also. Uh, agreed. I'm going to take uh, Hideki Matsuyama. Been a big fan of his for a while, so see what he can do. It's weird. We're all dancing around the big names because nobody wants to take all these has-beens. Well, I mean, look, man. There's <laughs> the there's only so much like leash I can fucking give you when you've got like 2003 Hollister hair with a fucking visor and a middle part, Bubba Watson. Like I, you know. Also, I, how long is that hook play gonna last for him? Have you seen like? Low drive, I, hey, 30 yards off the ground, and it hooks 400. It's like my slice to the right, but on purpose. I was going to say, but just controlled and on purpose. Yeah. It's at, like, ex- it's impressive. other than that, it's the exact same thing. But it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm taking Jason Day. One, Man, he two, hasn't done three, Jack Diddley four, squat. Five, six, seven. I mean, coming from the guy that took a guy who hasn't won in three years as his first pick. This is, this is the bottom of the barrel, man. What do we got here? What are we at? Uh, taking, seven, eight. So we got two more. Looking at taking Adderalled out Phil Mickelson next. I was, Give me a break. I'm, I'm not taking Bubba. I can't stand Bubba. Although he did win the Masters, what, three years ago, four years ago? No. Yes. Patrick Reed won it two years ago. But last no one remembers was, him. It went Dustin last year, Tiger, Patrick Reed. Mm, Bubba? Maybe? Adam Scott. No, Adam. Did Adam Scott win it? I don't know. I had a quote I wanted to tell you. Anyways, who's your pick? You taking? Who are you taking? You're not taking Patrick. Who the hell? I'm not taking Phil. Phil's going to be gone on Thursday because he's going to score a plus 98 because it's Phil. I'm taking Paul Casey. Very nice. Very nice. That's who I was about to take. Very nice. Took him right out from under me. So I can't remember who said this. (sighs) Patrick Reed was golfing with someone last week or was next to them on the interview, and something happened. I think he was. I think they were paired together, and he said, "Like, uh, are we still friends after this?" Mm. And whoever it was was like, "We're friends," like right to him, like, and not <laughs> like just, in a like no, you're not, a superstar no, and I'm not. I didn't know we were friends. No, it was like no, no, he didn't well, laugh after you. it. It yeah. was, uh, yeah, it was definitely. Don't fucking talk to me, All right, Adam Scott. What we got we got one more each. Which- you remember remember when they were going to ban the long Don't, putter and then it's been 15 years Kate, since listen, they said that? Please, please, like, have some fucking decorum and do not talk to me about the long putter because I can't stand it. And I just picked Adam Scott. I'm just trying to <laughs> mentally block out the fact that I endorsed long putter man by picking right, well, him. I'm going to endorse the massive C word, uh, Patrick, oh, Cause I think, just because I think he'll make it to Sunday. <laughs> God, he is such a prick. All right, uh, Cameron Smith. And that is it, ladies and gentlemen. All right, for so, our ten-man team. Yeah. So now back. So now we're going to the bonus golfer oh, pool. It was Bubba Watson who said it to Patrick Reed. Damn it! I should have took Bubba. Fuck. Yeah, but it's Bubba. I don't. I'm so, Bubba's but a, yeah, Bubba's but like a, that. a big old fucking piece of shit too. Well, I, I mean, his haircut sucks, but you know, whatever. Anyways, all right. So bonus golfer pool. So we What's have a funny pool is of, he. Hold on, I gotta say this because the story fine. about this is fantastic. You're, this didn't even happen. This didn't happen just in front of a camera and a hot mic, and it was picked up. Bubba later on, after it all happened, relayed That's this to a reporter and yes. a camera. Told the story. Bubba Watson with a dag. It says, uh, "Quote on the first tee, Patrick Reed asked me if we're still going to be friends after this. I was like, "Are we friends?" 
Dude, he relayed that by the end of the Absolutely. round to a reporter. Yeah, so this asshole was talking to me, and I'm like, you know, go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right, so we now have our um, our bonus golfer pool. So it's a pool of Billy Horschel, Matt Kuchar, Max Homa, Zach Johnson, and Kevin Na. So again, their scores don't matter for us. If they make the cut, it's minus two off the cumulative score, and then it's an inverted scoring system on top 10 finishes. So and when we say make the cut, it's only to get to Sunday. We're not counting multiple cuts, or are we? Cut just first cut. It's just first cut. So yeah. it's, no, it's just going to be first cut, right? So it's it's just just if you're there Saturday, right? I'm not worried about getting to Sunday. If you well, they may not be there on Sunday though. That's fine. Then you don't. You it just you, doesn't tally. Okay. Yep. Yep. We're just clearing first because they, they, it's a top ten thing, right? So they, there's not anything else. I mean. Okay. Even, you know, even if they are there Sunday, they probably won't be there. They probably won't be there after, right? No. Well, they can't be, but yeah, yes. All right. So most of these guys, I'm a big fan. Adam, why don't you go first since I went first on the uh, top 10 pick? So 10 there's a couple good ones. I was, I was looking at a few, um, but I really got swayed by about five hours ago. Um, Max Huma posted on Twitter. Said, uh, Captain Stricker, I've infiltrated the European Ryder Cup team. I know that's not worth actual points in the standings, but please take note of my efforts. And he's posted a picture. Well, Matt Wallace had posted a picture of a group of them there at the Masters. And sure enough, there's Max Homa. So um, for the good of the nation, mm, mm-hmm. I was so moved by his determination to go behind enemy lines. Uh, Max Homa will be my bonus goal. Like Owen Wilson in the movie, Behind Enemy Lines. Wait, was that that's Owen right. Wilson? That was. Wow. It was wow. in uh, Bosnia, Herzegovina, yep. I believe. Well, I don't know. Was it Herzegovina at the time? I think they I were know. separate countries at the time. Or was it was it the full Yugo? I don't know. We got to stop well, wading no, into Baltic Wars on yeah. this podcast. Mike's it's really gonna, yeah. tele- telepathic and come charging <laughs> into gonna, one of He's going to fact check us real hard. Okay. Uh, before the dog gets going too much. I'm taking Matt Kuchar because I love Matt Kuchar. Who doesn't love Matt Kuchar? He was the other one I was looking at. So, all right, good deal. So we're all we're not gonna run through the rest of them. Uh, we'll post it. We'll uh, buff it up on something. Mm. I'll try to have have some time at the office tomorrow, and uh, and buff it. Well, today I don't know when you guys listen to this. It, it's Thursday when you listen. It's Wednesday when we record. We'll try to put something out there so you can see it. But yeah, not I'm until, excited. Till after Friday, so we got time. You know what's cool though. Um, Golf, I, I realized this when I was looking through this. Golf is the 100% only sport where, like, you can, like, read through people who play and you're like, fuck. Jason Day, Scotty Scheffler, Lee West. Lee Westwood's a perfect example. Mm-hmm. I remember that guy. When was the last time I heard his name? Mm-hmm. They're always still there. They're just hanging out. Just, just the random, I remember that guy. Mm-hmm. Just pulling in. Six, seven figures on the regular. I remember you know, him. Oh, who? Him? Coming it's in, also, you know, 30th from last place in the last place in the Waste Management Open. Still took home $385,000 plus my $2 million Nike sponsorship check. That's right. It's there. also the uh, It's also the one where you're like, wow, you're still, pl- you're still playing? You, mm-hmm. Like you're physically able to do this? Well, what's funny is... DJ like, Singh? Like... 
Aren't, aren't you retired from the senior tour? Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. I was about to say this, the champions tour, the senior tour. It's like, all right, you're too old to play on the, on the regular tour. Now we have literally the same tour, but you get to play from the senior tees on this one. All like, right, let's keep going. The senior tour should be, they should like really make it like the senior tour. Like it was cool when Chi Chi went and he was like, ah, I'm old, fuck it, right? But like let these guys get drunk when they play, right? Like well, make it a legit retirement can, one. No, but nobody can tell me that uh, uh, Angel Jimenez is not just wasted the well, entire, he's smoking cigars, he's. He's basically John Daly, but he's Spanish, and he's well, just running around. So John Daly, we talked about that last year in November when they ran when they did the Masters in November, right? Mm-hmm. With John Daly at the Hooters doing his own tailgate, yeah, and like signing and doing shit, yeah. Like the man's an absolute legend. The guy's smoking darts on the course all day. That's right. All right. Well, I uh, I'm pumped. It's weird though, and I didn't I didn't realize this until today when we started talking about it. Normally, the Masters always signifies like, oh, it's spring. But because this year is so odd and we're actually having a real spring here in Michigan, mm-hmm. you know, by evidence by a 78-degree day yesterday and a plus 80 day today, mm-hmm. where I'm like, feels like out of place again. And the fact that we just had one in We, no, ju- we like, literally just mad, had one not like, mad. like seven months ago. But normally, every time I start seeing those commercials, I'm like, oh, shit, it's springtime. Mm-hmm. It's right, but generally there's still snow on the ground at this point, and we're like. But this is normally the point where like there starts to be a thaw. Like so, baseball starts, and like we had here in Detroit, there's always a snowstorm on opening day, mm-hmm. or there's one on the second day. Right? It's always still cold. But this, the Masters is normally oh, it's going to be nice out. It was fucking. My kid was like, "Can we go swimming in the pool?" I'm like, mm-hmm. "No, it's not how that works." And no, it's not open. But, but anyways, yes. All right. Well. So Masters is here. Uh, we needed a cocktail for it. So let's wander our way over to cocktail hour. All right. Pour me one. Now I pour me two. I feel like Tom Cruise in cocktail. <laughs> All righty. Well, I had my work cut out for me this year. Um, I experienced this in November when the Masters was here last. There's not many special craft cocktails dedicated to the Masters, I've come to find out. I had I went to the bar that's inside the clubhouse website both last time and this time. It was like, you got to have like a special, like every bar has their own, like, yeah, we serve Negronis and Manhattan, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, this is our cocktail that we have that we do only here. Well, they don't. They do the Azalea, which everybody knows. We did that last time. I ain't got nothing else. So I'm rolling through blogs. I'm like, I'm not about to develop my own master's cocktail because I've never been to the master's and I don't know what it's like to experience that. But I found some other people who have. And so I found this beverage. It's called the King's Cocktail in reference to Arnold Palmer, the king. The absolute king. Um, Man, that just made me think of him hitting the driver off the deck at like 95 at the Arnold Palmer Invitational like three years ago. That guy's an absolute legend. Yeah, rest in peace. Like his Shandella, and not to get too fucking nose picker here, but that fucking light turn Shandella that he would always hit. Oh, mm-hmm. God. Love him. Thing of beauty. So, the King's Cocktail, it is a riff on, um, you know, just your standard Ola Palmer lemonade and tea mixed together. It's a fantastic mixture. Uh, and then, of course, it's adding a spirit to this. So, this starts with the original recipe called for vodka infused Earl Grey tea. Or, 
Earl Grey infused vodka. I suppose that's the way it goes. I tried that. Wasn't a fan of it. So what I gave you was we did uh, 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 Earl Grey infused gin. Beef eater gin. London dry gin. So we did two and a half ounces of that. Uh, three quarter ounces of lemon juice. Three quarter ounces of simple syrup. Shaken over ice. And then poured into a rocks glass with a large chunk of ice. And then garnished with a spritz of lemon peel. Um, I know I, I thoroughly enjoyed both of these cocktails, but the gin one especially. I mean, I'm a big tea guy, but it was fantastic for me. Yeah, I mean, when when you gave me the so I only I only had the the one where we're putting out there, so the gin version. Mm. When you told me it was gin in it, it was like you would you would I mean vodka, right? We talked about this at the beginning, right? When I finally do cocktail hour, it's going to be vodka and lemonade, mm-hmm. just raspberry lemonade and vodka. And forgetting your kids are in the pool by themselves. Correct. And so I'm so surprised when you came up with an Arnold Palmer one with no vodka in it. Um, but no, it's good. One thing one thing that I noticed in it is like so Earl Grey tea, right? This isn't just like this isn't like Arizona tea, ninety-nine cents out of the liquor store cooler. So like there's a bit of dryness, a little bitterness, tart, one of those words fits the description mm-hmm. of the tea flavor itself, which is true with gin. So it's almost like, like a double positive there, which sometimes you try to avoid when you're making cocktails. If I've learned anything, right. You want to compliment, not mm-hmm. add on to, um, but because they are so different, um, it, it worked right. So it, it meshed together well. And I think that's probably what you look for, I guess, with the, with the infused tea, right. You don't want to really, clash too much in that but yeah no it's good i mean it was uh instead of like infusing i i don't i I think infusing the actual spirit did something uh a little more kind of rounded the edges instead of having two like conflicting flavors just poured and mixed together you know you just i just took the tea leaves out of the bag and i literally just dumped them in there and then i strained the gin out after about 45 minutes of steeping it was like it's literally like steeping it in water to make actual tea but this time so like can we Can we can we discuss the word infused then? Mm-hmm. Because I mean, I don't un- I didn't understand what all went into it, and the way you're describing it doesn't really feel like what infused should be described as. Now I can't answer to exactly what infused really should be, but I feel like it should be way more complicated. You'd think so, and there are definitely ways to make it more complicated. But I mean, like. It's literally just imparting the flavors from one thing into this other thing, right? So literally soaking the tea leaves inside the spirit. Uh, you're infusing the spirit with the flavors and the color and the aromas of that thing. Because then when you take that thing out, if you were to like taste those leaves on their own, they would have less. They'd have a gin flavor, but they would have a less of a tea flavor because all of that got extracted out. Got so out it's of like that. when I bore a hole in a watermelon a couple holes and I put a bottle of vodka and rum in it mm-hmm. and then I cut the watermelon in half and I take a bite of the watermelon. It tastes like vodka, right? You're I've infusing got now the watermelon vodka with rum. Vodka. Okay. Well look yeah. at that. Mixology one oh one right here. Mm-hmm. That's what we're here for. There's a Anyways. there's a place downtown called Roadhouse. It's a barbecue joint. Don't know if I talked about it on here. I've told you about it. It's delicious. Wait, it's not called Roadhouse. No, it's not. It's called Red Smoke. Red there, you there go. it is. Very delicious. They have a nice cocktail bar, but they have 
you know those like uh little put on your desk uh like lemonade things with a little sprout like yep. clear yep. yep so it's full of like pineapple slices and i was like yo what's up with that give me a pineapple la- slice right. the lady at the end of the bar she was like i just asked the same thing Apparently, they're soaked in vodka. I went, excuse me, it's 2 p.m. on a Tuesday. I'll take three of those. I'll have some. Yes. And so I did. Boy, howdy, they don't taste like pineapple. They taste like I just bit into a sponge full of vodka. Side note, it was disgusting. I ate two of them. Yes. Well, we'll we'll, we'll get into that when it's a solid 90 degrees out and we're, you know, walking around with Daisy Dukes out just with squirt guns and having a full-on darty outside. Anyways. Back to the king. Um, yes. I gave this a seven and a half. It's a very, very nice drink. It's cool because it does pull on the old, uh, the old heartstrings of of Arnold Palmer's. Mm. Uh, not gonna lie though, when you told me what was in it or like what it was based on prior to having it, I thought back to my days at Central Michigan University tailgating and having uh, like. Hot whiskey Arnold Palmer's as a mm. tailgate drink in a thermos. Now, mind you, I literally mean like lemonade and sweet tea and mm. or an actual Arizona Arnold Palmer, if that's whiskey. all we had time for, and hot and like just heat it up and put it in a thermos with whiskey. Holy shit. Sounds fantastic. Sounds I like mean, a hot like toddy, you, but with oh, a- yeah. It's like a I'm 22 and this is what I can afford, but mm-hmm. I want a, something a little different. Hot top. Yeah. Got a was, pint of Jack and I got yeah. a Arizona, 99 cent Arizona iced tea. Oh, yeah. We're in business. God. Oh my gosh. It was great. No, but this, this was very good. Very good. I'd, I'd be interested next time to try the vodka one just to, yeah, I didn't, just to I give it I the didn't have a vodka that I liked. So when I did try it, it wasn't what the vodka I had in the house was rye vodka, which is unusual. Uh, and it's very, a distinct flavor. And I, I think that, I would have been better served with just a regular, like a Grey Goose or a Kettle One or something of the, that nature. Fair enough. Fair maybe enough. we'll yep. try it again. Seven and a half Wimbledon Woodies. Seven and a half it is. Have you ever been fired from a job? Yes. Have you ever been fired from a job for bringing a bunch of strippers to your house, doing a bunch of drugs and alcohol? Uh, and then going on Instagram Live to broadcast all of this to both your employer and your millions of followers on social media? Technically, no. I feel like we're in a deposition here. No, that that was just me being silly. Of course not. No, I've never done anything as awesome as that. Uh, well, the good news is, if you like to live vicariously, Paul Pierce, former NBA great. Uh, well, maybe great's a strong word. Kansas um, Jayhawk. Indeed. Great. He did that and then was promptly fired from his role at ESPN as a NBA commentator. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I saw this and like his response to this made it even better. I, I don't think I, I saw exactly his what it was, but it was basically like, cool. Yeah. I'm All right. Rich. Sweet. I, you, I, you do you. Right. I saw somebody say it was like Paul Pierce acted after he got fired like a guy who already had lost his job on Friday. And so when he did this over the weekend and then got fired on Monday, he was like, yeah, I already lost it on Friday. I'm not concerned about what you do Or he sounds like a guy that had like a severance or a pension to get. Mm-hmm. And he was like, mm, they just need to fire me because right. I'm over this. I just got to get out but of But I don't think it was any of that because that's, that's a different, that's how us like random plebes think, right? Mm-hmm. 
You're like, oh man, I need to get out of this job, but it's more difficult if I do that. I might lose some of this, but if they fire me, man, this will happen. So they're like, I know, let's just bring in some hookers and do some blow in the company, uh, you know, conference room. Mm-hmm. But then you forgot to read the bylines in the in the contract that you signed when you got hired, and not only are you arrested for having drugs and solicitation. But it's also trespassing and other things on there. So you get fired and you have all these other... Ter- That's normally how it goes for, for, for people like you and I who would mm-hmm. do it, right? Paul Pierce just went... And this is the beauty of it. Paul Pierce might have just been like, you know what? I want to do this now. Yeah. And I'm going to do this now. And if I get fired, I, okay. Right. Fantastic. I guess I'll be in dire straits after this. Paul oh, is not... I, I, the, but the best part about all of this is he hasn't been like, you know, oh, he didn't do the whole, what, what's the whole rigmarole? I was hacked. Hmm. Didn't mean to do that. Didn't know I was lying. Uh. Well, and what's great about, what's great about that is, so now uh, an adult site that I've never heard of called Cam Soda. Okay. People can Google that if they like. I have yet to do this. Don't do has, it at work, please. Yes. Uh, has offered Paul Pierce apparently $250,000 contract to host a new NBA show with exotic dancers around him. See, you know. You know, one, you know, as as Jesus said, one door opens, another one closes. I don't know. That was terrible. Sense. I didn't. Did he say that? I don't know. Somebody did. The, I see them on signs all the time, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, like, you know, like those they're decals they're you can buy next from... to like to the Jesus fish. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, they're, I see them at like uh, Hobby Lobby, mm-hmm. right? You know, like hey, the shitty Jesus decals people. that you can put on the. They are so you know. I think you're onto something here. Yeah. So what you're saying is, um, if you want a new job, Jesus says, do drugs and party with strippers. Yeah, I mean that's what I got out of this. We should have we should have pulled this forward for an Easter episode. It would have been would have been more useful. Yeah. If we don't want to record one next year, we can just redrop this. <laughs> Our greatest hits Easter. <laughs> now, like I said, I mean, you know, Paul, do you know, do what you want to do, uh, and good on you for not trying to spin this the other way. I will just say this though, um, maybe it was him documenting for public record. Right, I'm being, I'm, I'm focused on my phone. I'm being socially distant. I'm not mm. physically accosting uh, these fine young professional women mm. in my homestead um, because it seems the richer and more powerful you get, you forget about that. Mm. That you know, just. Don't try to reenact a milking table video that you saw with a random masseuse, possibly, or 23 of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or don't um, be friends with, uh, allegedly don't be friends with a person who uh, traffics in the companies of of minors, let alone other women, uh, and then brag to other people about that. So these are all things that apparently once you get so prominent and or rich mm. that the the mind seems to just discard. So it's good to see that Paul still has all his mental facilities. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, nice. And to isn't see. doing the rape because that's good. Indeed. Not and, do and, you the know, rape. I think that's one of the one of the, the the multitude of reasons why I think you and me have decided or so far in life is to not elevate ourselves 
to that rich status and, and professional status. Because, you know, we, there's a bunch of hassle there. You know, if, if parts of your brain turn off that, that stops you from making good judgment, I, you know, we I think we've decided that that, that might just be a bridge too far for us. So we, we've chosen at least so far in life is to, Absolutely. to stray away Don't, from, uh... from the, the rich and wealthy. Yeah, I mean, because like, think about think of, think of how hard of a decision this would be. Imagine like being at a bar and spending a bunch of money, and then um, deciding that you are actually imagine deciding that you're going to go to a bar and spend a bunch of money. You know, get like a corner table and buy, I don't even how do you describe those situations? Bottle service, I think, is what they call it. Mm. Imagine doing all that and saying, "Okay, I'm going to drive there." When I can just, you know, buy a fucking taxi fleet on my own. Because mm-hmm. I think about that now. But clearly, clearly, I'm not able to think about that once I, like, cross that celestial, that mental plane, right? Because they don't ever think about that. And they always yeah. get the DUIs. And it's like, how difficult, right? That once you get that rich and that famous that you don't have that mental capacity to just, you know... Call a fucking Uber. The fact that anybody o- that makes over $150,000 a year doesn't just automatically employ a car service is just beyond just beyond any any capacity I have for And thought. isn't like Uber and Lyft and all those other, like, aren't they like cutting into the revenue? You should be getting deals aplenty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? What about rickshaws? I don't, I don't see any of them out. around, mm-hmm. right? Maybe that'd be a good idea. I don't know why. Get some of the the, the local community youth to to to, to pull them. Up yeah, and give them back. Streets. It could be a tax write off. That's right. That's right. That's right. So you could keep all your money and not go to prison. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, and, and and you're giving a good structural foundation to the youth of, of the community, and I think that, so, that's invaluable. This is why you need to have like. Uh, you know, like a, an assistant, but you have to pay the assistant poor enough to where they still remember these things. Right. Right. Did you pay them too much? They, they lose all the then lessons they that you're trying exactly. to. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Anyways, Paul Pierce, shout out. Yeah. We see you, Love Paul. Love to have you on the pod, Paul. <laughs> we see you, Paul. All right, man. I'm, uh, I, I think, I think, uh, so today is Wednesday. We're kind of all over the place. We talked about this before. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or just you and I. I think you just you and I talked about mm. it. The garage is coming back to life. Oh, I mean, with the weather we've had this million degrees outside, even when it goes back down to 40 because it's Michigan, whatever. You can't give us a taste of it and then take it away and act like we just didn't recognize it was 80 degrees one day. That's right. Um, so we're going to move this, though, to Saturday. Well, the recordings, recordings, the recording, yep. the release so, may be prob- maybe the same day. Sunday, Mon- it'll, Monday. it'll be Sunday. It'll probably be Sunday. Yeah, Sunday night um, into Monday morning. I think we want it available for Monday commutes in the morning. Yeah, it'll right? definitely be available by Monday. Um, but yeah, so we're going to do that. It'll just work better. Um, and this will be gone. And by this, I mean the virtual, the on remote, the mm-hmm. via Zoom. Um, You'll be back to listening to crotch rockets zooming up and down the street. You probably heard it. Sirens. I've, I've got the window open here, and so you're hearing the docile tones of Wyandotte yeah. and, and all of its residents. I, I think- heard yesterday one guy, I swear to you, and anyone who's been to Michigan or lives in Michigan knows what a Michigan left is. It's basically just a 
partition and a U-turn between two directions of traffic. Um, I swear this man just went Michigan left to Michigan left, like the two back to back around and around and around on a scratch rock. It's like he, he just bought one. And like he could ride it, but he probably wasn't very good at it. But he wanted to ride it. I can't get the third it, gear, so but I he just was scared keep... to like really get out and like go anywhere. So he was like, you know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. the first time you go to like a roller rink, mm-hmm. and like once you finally get out there, and you're like, oh, I'm good. But like you kind of just keep going back and forth leaning by this wall. part yeah. where you can lean on it, but you think you're killing it. Mm-hmm. That was this guy for like a solid twenty minutes. Well, I can't wait till he gets more experience and can really I can't just wait till light he up does, our, so our can... audio system. And then we, hopefully uh, fuck off. Yeah. Cause I hated him. Yeah, they're pretty ridiculous. Um but, but yeah, yeah so, so we should we should have a, a a a coming back to life episode. Mm-hmm. A little little uh a little mini one maybe we do on this Saturday. So just okay. a couple days from now. Just to kind of get on the swing, right? Welcome back to the garage thing. Yeah. It's a little something. I'm in for it. Maybe I can uh, pull out this $400 GoPro that's just being used as a paperweight. There we go. Get some some, uh, action shots. Get rid of our plausible deniability. That's right. Who needs it? I enjoy it. Well, then. I think that's it. I think think that's set. So... Sorry, guys. If we we had... I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. If we had an assistant that we talked about, they would... Mm -hmm. This is the part where they'd be like... Don't don't don't, don't videotape do yourself. No. Now, what we will not do is live stream because I cannot edit that. <laughs> I cannot re-listen and edit. Yeah, that's true. Not that, that's of true. course, we participate in anything that would be obscene, but well, okay, moving on. Yeah, no, 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 no. All right, nothing of the sort. All above board. Anyways, that's right. Well, Hit him with the business. Here. Yeah. All right. So, of course, you guys can email us at garagetimepod at gmail.com. Um, follow us on our uh, Instagram at garagetime, on our Facebook, garagetime, and on our Twitter at garagetimepod. Um, Kevin Burns, listen. if you know, Do one of those things and uh, let us know what we can get in touch with us. Uh, Patreon is patreon.com backslash garagetime. Um, yeah, no, I... I that's all I got. Make sure you're subscribed, right? We're changing the time. So if you look for it on Wednesdays because you're not subscribed and you you just open it up every Wednesday to look for the podcast episode, you're not going to see it. You're not going to see it this week. You didn't see it the last two weeks. You're not going to see it next week. Yeah, subscribe. You're gonna be, and it'll you're be You're going to feel like you missed something. That's right. You're going to feel like I felt like I was part of this community, but really you were shorting yourself, right? Because right. the community needs all hands, right? Right. It's like the United Way. The United Way is united because this hand grabs this wrist, but that wrist grabs that wrist, and that and it like makes a a knot, mm-hmm. a hand knot. And we're all stuck together now. And nobody so make a hand knot ever. with us and just click the fucking button. That's all you right. got to do. It's just a button. Not a big deal. You just click the button. Just click it. Mm-hmm. So I, do it right I now. You're, you're literally listening to the podcast right now. Just click the button. I don't know why I'm describing it to you. I just click the fucking button. You Open had to phone. click like six buttons to get to here. Click one. And then you only gotta you just like click one more to hit play when you do it. We're like you're creating more work by just not subscribing. Correct. Not a big deal. Anyways, all right. Well, good things coming. I'm excited. Um, hopefully, uh, hopefully Dustin Johnson, John, I, my eyes just went blurry. Sorry, Dustin, Dustin Johnson, John, John Rom, Justin Thomas, Andrew Shuffley, Brooks Kapka, Colin Morikawa, Victor, Victor. God, he's such a fucking bad guy. Victor. And like Victor Hovland. 
probably the nicest guy in the world. I keep calling him a bad guy. I'm sorry, Victor. Um, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully my guys. I need a win. I need a win. Mm-hmm. No, Mr. Burns took the life out of my sails. Yeah, that's right. Bastard. Anyways, all right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Happy spring. Happy baseball's back. Everybody didn't talk about that. Like, just I didn't say that yet, but happy that. Um, and happy Masters Week. Indeed. So until uh, until we hear from you guys again, keep those beers cold. <laughs>